Hi, and welcome to another exciting episode of Seeing Reddit, where once a week we pick a random subreddit and talk about that subject for about an hour. I'm Matt Heron. I'm Jeff Kowalski. I'm Louisa Heron. All I heard was the end of the word there, so I think Jeff said his name? Yeah, I did. Okay. Uh, So... One thing I did on my last recording of Creepypasta was I just eliminated all of the preamble and got right into business. What uh-huh. did you do online, Matt? I don't know. Well, like what, one thing I did online was not allow you to bring your agenda from Creepypasta <laughs> over to this podcast because no, br- we're going <laughs> to... We're gonna dick around for a while, goddammit. It created a really good energy on that episode. I just wanted to see if it would work here. Well, I'm trying to cultivate the typical antagonistic towards each other energy that we have every other episode. Perfect. So what you've done online is join 4chan. (laughs) Oh, man. I once tried to understand 4chan, like... Obviously, I wouldn't want to join it because it's full of the most horrible lizard people on the face of the earth, but I dipped in to just be like, I want to get it. I just want to know. And I just looked around, and it's not only is it inscrutable, which of course it is, but there's not even anything that makes it feel like it would be worth figuring it out. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's Reddit seems a little inscrutable in that way, but now yeah. we understand it well. Uh, I think it's <laughs> Yeah, just... we're I think we're the internet's foremost experts on Reddit at this point, right? Yeah, probably. We've got uh, 105 episodes or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> uh-huh. Um mm-hmm. yeah, I I just think that these online communities are built by people who don't uh, know or care about the aesthetic presentation of a website and are made for uh, extreme turbo nerds who chat in <laughs> IRC from the command line terminal. And so, I... <laughs> like, they don't care that it looks ugly and know intuitively mm. how it works. I agree with you that they want it to be inscrutable, but I think that they don't not care. They actively try to make it look bad to drive people away. Yeah. That's probably that might true. be, uh, uh, yeah, I think that 4chan has resisted attempts at updating, so it just looks like a website from 2003, because that's when it started. Yeah. Yeah, going back to what you were saying about that versus Reddit, like, I feel like Reddit also could be a lot easier to use, and yeah. they are kind of reveling in their old-school message boardiness. Oh, if anyone on Twitter ever tries to link and say, oh, look at this Reddit comment, if I click on that link on my phone, it takes me to the beginning of the thread with no possible way to figure out which comment they were talking about, or even which comments link to other comments. Yep, that's true. Also, whenever you put a Twitter to, uh, whenever you tweet a link to a Reddit thread, it just, the image is always the Reddit alien, even if the thread has an image already. Yeah. Weird. It's all very bad. Yep. Yeah, but, it's 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 like they they've made recently made some improvements to user profiles where like you can have a profile page where you can make posts like <laughs> and play a bad. song and put blingies on there. Yeah, it yeah. sucks. Like I don't We're- go to Reddit to interact with people. I go to Reddit to see a bunch of goblins named uh Weed Gamer 69 yell at each other <laughs> about Yeah, but the, the beauty of the user pages on Reddit is that if you see somebody post a dick pic, you can go to their their profile and see if that they have a bunch of dick pics and it's truly their dick or if they just robbed it from somebody else. Yeah, it's so see, important to verify dick pics. <laughs> yes! Listen, fake dick pics are what is destroying this country right now. You need to have at least two points of verification. That's true. The way they, the way they used to work and the way I think most of them still work is you could just see all of the other comments and posts someone has made that they they haven't deleted, uh, and now you can specifically like set up your profile to be what you want it to be, and I hate it. I hate that so much. <laughs> I just want to click through and be like, is this person, did this person complain about uh, the opposite problem that they're complaining about in this other thread? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. so you can uh, screen cap that and then really stick it to them? Yeah. Plan? Uh-huh. Really blow them out of the water, and then they just <laughs> never respond. <laughs> then you got him. You got him for sure, then. Sure, yeah. Or sometimes one thing that's fun is you can see if someone has deleted a post, but, like, 
the link or the thread is still there because they commented on it and then didn't delete their comments. Mm-hmm. They're like, I love this porn. And you're like, aha, I still see that you said you love that porn. Yep. Uh, oh man, okay. This is related to what, seeing people loving porn online. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a weird thing on Patreon where like, there's a ton of um, like porn things that people... I guess give money to I don't know how mm-hmm. that I only have two Patreons and they're Jeff and my uncle and that's it <laughs> so I don't really know but um there's I guess there's a bunch of things on Patreon that are porn related and you can like if you click on a person you can see all the things they back yeah <laughs> and I noticed that too. even the porn ones yeah that's not great <laughs> no <laughs> I think there's an option to hide that but the fact that it's on by default is extremely funny. <laughs> it's great. It's great because, like, I don't know that there's a way to search for that information, but when I see, like, oh, look, a friend of mine also backed Jeff's uh, po- creepypasta thing, I'm going to click on their profile, and then there's, like, 11 porn games about furries <laughs> fucking each other. It's, like, awesome. This guy's Excellent. even cooler than I thought. <laughs> yeah, Patreon oh, is a little yeah. inscrutable also. Like, there's no search function. You can't find yeah. stuff. You can yeah. click tags, and it's that's very it. difficult. Like, I know certain um, uh, webcomic people, like legitimate artists who use their actual names on Patreon, but if you do a search for their name, it won't come up. You have to know, like, their tag, and it's yeah. crazy. That's insane! <laughs> Yeah, you have to know the URL, or you just can't find yeah. a specific page. You have to know a guy. What? If you know a guy, he'll give you the right. He'll just give you a computer printout of the URL to yeah. type into your browser. Yeah. yeah, you knock on a door, and then a guy holds up in the the little eye hole slot a QR code that you have to scan to get to the. <laughs> yep. Oh, I hate this cyberpunk future. It's like it seemed cool in books, and then we got it, and it's bad, actually. <laughs> also, it didn't seem cool in books. Also, that <laughs> unless you unless you're the kind of person who's like, I actually think I would like to live off of a nutrient slurry. Yeah, but you get to have a cool hat with like gears on it, right? Yeah, <laughs> you're confusing no, no. cyberpunk and steampunk again. You have a hot air balloon that you ride around. In. <laughs> Oh man, that would be really good actually if you had a cyberpunk uh, world that just had like digital hot air balloons. Uh, yeah, and it says this hot air balloon kills fascists. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, you're describing Ready Player One, right? Oh god, yes, it's true. <laughs> what did I do online, you ask? Well, yeah. <laughs> oh, there we go. <laughs> um, I have been uh, looking around on Netflix for things to watch. Uh, while I work, I always have something on in the background to watch. And I found a show. I actually started watching it with Jen because it's something that both of us are interested in. Have you seen the new Netflix original series called Nailed It? No. No. So it's based on the internet phenomenon of Nailed It, where people put up a picture of a very elaborate baked good, and then their version of it, which is terrible... <laughs> Mm-hmm. Uh, right. I do know the phenomenon, yes. I'm yes. familiar with, like, uh, I just saw one recently that was, like, a badly recreated Elsa from Frozen. <laughs> <laughs> so, one of the reasons I wanted to talk about this on the show is because, Louisa, it's mm-hmm. very important you never watch this show because you will <laughs> probably eat your television out of anger. <laughs> okay. Um, because it's exactly the thing that I know you hate so much, but it's great reality television because one of the things I I really think reality TV does not understand is that it's so much more fun to watch somebody be bad at something than to watch somebody be good at it. Yes. <laughs> so it's three people who have posted these pictures of them failing at making a cake online who are brought into the studio and, like offered a chance to win $10,000 by recreating some very fancy baked goods. Uh, and the person who created those baked goods is there in the studio to judge them. And it is fantastic. It's so funny. Uh, and every the, the reason, Louisa, you would hate it is because every episode there's at least one person who's like, hmm, well, it says that I should put the batter into two separate cake pans, but... 
I'm just going to put it in one. I'm sure it'll be the same. And it's like, <laughs> you you want to win this money, right? Like, they give you instructions. Just do the thing. Oh, no one ever matter. does follow the instructions. They always go off on their own. And it's like, you know you're here because you're bad at this, right? You uh, know that's how you got on this show. <laughs> that's really frustrating because I feel like the key to that is a lot of recipe books or magazines will be like, look, just make a cake that looks like a buttercream basket full of flowers. And, like, it's perfect in the magazine, of course, but that would be extremely hard to do even if you were competent. And I feel like that's where the comedy should come from and not because you're such an idiot you couldn't even do a basic cake. Well, I think that there are, there's both so there's a lot of people who kind of know what they're doing, but like (laughs) part of it also is you've got 45 minutes to recreate this incredibly complicated thing that probably even the judges, it took them a couple hours to make, so it can get Mm. pretty goofy in there as well, but um, Mm. uh, but what's really good about the show is that the, the judges afterwards they're like okay this is a a horrible garbage pile and here's why (laughs) number one you lined the cake pans with uh cooking spray instead of butter number two and they like just go through everything the person did wrong and i've actually learned a lot of things from from hearing that just like how to do cake decorating better so it's an educational program for you it is and it's the best kind of education which is where i get to hear the education being yelled at somebody else who did it bad (laughs) yeah it's provable that you do actually have to do it this way because we saw what happens when you don't (laughs) yeah it's one of the things that i think is so fascinating about it is that i feel like a lot of people who are very bad at cooking have that attitude of like oh man it didn't turn out i guess i was just unlucky and like there was no way to predict that this is how this could have happened but then when you watch the judges are watching people cook and they're like oh look she you know she forgot to put the this thing in the freezer before she put it in the oven and so it's gonna boil over and then it's gonna burn in the bottom of the thing and then that's exactly what happens like the people (laughs) who know what they're doing can predict exactly how it's gonna go wrong from the first one minute of the competition yeah, I get into hubris? frustrating conversations with a lot of people. Yeah, hubris. <laughs> yeah, uh, I get into frustrating conversations with people who want to ask my advice on baking things, and then are like, "So I made these cookies, and they spread out way too much, and it's all wrong." And I was like, "Okay, so I think either your butter wasn't cold enough, or your temperature was too low, etc., cetera, etc." Cetera. And then they're like, no, you know, I think it's because I bought regular grocery store flour, and they had super expensive flour, and I think maybe that's what I need. Like, (laughs) no, you idiot, there's no magic bullet, you have to follow the directions. Yep. (sighs) Yeah, Yeah, I I am often bad at uh, following directions in recipes, which is why I don't bake. (laughs) (laughs) It is shocking to me the number of people who will look at a thing and it says put in chocolate chips, and then they're like, well, I'll just use the same weight of chocolate candy melts, and that's the same. Like, why? You don't even need to! There's chocolate chips right there! Just do that! Yeah. Yeah, with baking, recipes will just make the same thing good. Yes. (laughs) Like, I had Louisa send me a cookie recipe, uh, because my mother wanted to make some cookies, and then I ate one of the cookies, and I was like, this is pretty much as good as Louise's cookies. It all comes down to the recipe. (laughs) It's true. Like, uh, yeah, I tell people at work, like, oh, you just need to follow this recipe. Like, it's not that complicated, but it's slightly complicated, and you just need to follow it, and then immediately their eyes glaze over, because it's not one of those miracle online recipes where you dump everything in a bowl and it comes out great, according to the recipe, which is never true, because there is no, like, easy thing. Do you think that this is all because of the fact that people used to say that they put love into their baking? Like, (laughs) do you think that people were like, oh, there's some kind of magic secret ingredient that makes it good, and I guess I just don't have that, and that's why. Yeah, the trouble is people are mishearing. It's not love, it's lard. People used to put (laughs) lard into their recipes, and that's what made things taste good. (laughs) Well, I was watching one of the episodes of this show, and this girl was uh, making stuff, and they have stand mixers there for everyone and the instructions say to put the stuff in your stand mixer and she said no i'm gonna do it with my hand mixer instead because i like to put a little love in there and i'm like (laughs) 
that is stupid. There's no, like, you can love as much as you want, but it's not going to change the chemical composition of the thing that you're making, and you're wasting your time standing over a bowl when you should be doing other things. Yeah, I feel like people don't realize the love is carefully measuring things and carefully watching the oven. Carefully following the goddamn (laughs) recipe. (laughs) To make sure it comes out perfect, because the whole time you're thinking about it, you're thinking about how nice it will be that I can give this to someone I care about, and it will be great. Yes. That's what love is. (laughs) I think the most precise thing that I make on a regular basis is rice. And god, Mm. that that is... Like, I figured it out, and now I just have to do it the same every time, and it will turn out good. (laughs) What's crazy, though, is that you're absolutely right, Louisa, that that is what the love, putting love in it really means. And that's what the only thing it could mean. Like, what do these people actually think that it means to put love into it? Because yeah. the only other thing it could mean is to not do it as good, I think. <laughs> yeah, and they, the, the people who you're giving it to love you, so they have to accept it. <laughs> yeah, then they're putting the love in it, not you. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> hey, I made these cookies, I forgot to put the love in it, so you're gonna have to... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, ignore all the cat hair and burn parts. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Uh, anyway, it's a very good show, and I recommend everyone except Louisa watch it. Okay, thank you. Okay. <laughs> uh, speaking of Louisa, what did you do online this week? Nothing. No, come on, talk about <laughs> Luigi's dick. <laughs> Is that where we're going? I was certain that was going to be Louisa's offering. Listen, we yeah, can I'll get into that. this. I don't have anything. Yeah, sure. So okay. it turns out, and I guess it came out this week because uh, we were told about it by one of our friend fans. Yay. And then immediately I saw like five other people I don't know tweet about it. So I guess it all suddenly came out <laughs> on uh, Friday afternoon yep. that they released one of those HD pictures of characters like Nintendo does, which is always a huge mistake because yep. people use the fact that it's HD to be like, how come uh, Waluigi has pores on his nose or <laughs> why does... Mario have individual mustache hairs. <laughs> and this one was Luigi in a tennis match, and he's wearing little shorts, and it seems like you can see the outline of his dick. Yeah. And then people did some extrapolating based on height and like skeletal length, like they do with uh, real bodies, to find out information about long dead people. Except this time they're using it to find out how big Luigi's dick is. Okay. So let's talk about why this is terrible. Mm-hmm. I mean, besides the obvious reasons, I guess. Okay, we're going to have a four-hour-long podcast. <laughs> let's go. <laughs> um, okay, so the picture is, like, head-on on Luigi, Wait. right? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> like, he's facing the camera, so to speak. Um, mm-hmm. And he's wearing white shorts, so how do we know how much depth is in those shorts? Like, if if his dick is pointing right at us, we can't judge how deep it is. They're assuming it's flaccid. <laughs> That's what the uh, well, even uh, if it's flaccid, like said. if it's flaccid, it could be tucked under some. Like, yes. Here's the thing: I read this thing, and it said that the end of the the conclusion that was drawn is that his dick is like three and a half inches or something, mm-hmm. and that I feel like that's selling Luigi short. <laughs> yeah, literally. Yeah, literally. I- <laughs> Like, I think that there's probably some hidden depths to Luigi's donger. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. I, I don't think it matters at all. Um, how dare you say it doesn't matter. Jeff! <laughs> because... <What are> you... <laughs> okay, here's the listen, thing. Listen, listen, no. Jeff, Jeff, when you take the side of non-action, you support the oppressors. <laughs> it can't possibly... You can't possibly know anything. Alright, this is a stupid sentence. You can't possibly know anything about Luigi's boner based on the length of his flaccid penis. That's fair. That is completely fair. And I uh, agree with you, Matt, that there's room where it, it you're not clear on all the details. But just based on the details, the fact that they figured something out is hilarious. I think you can know lots of things about Luigi's boner based on his flaccid dick. Like... The color? (laughs) Is it green? (laughs) Yes. Well, we don't know. We didn't see it. We didn't actually see it. You might forget in all this with all our talk about it. Yeah, I know, but I'm just saying, no, (laughs) Jeff's premise was that if we saw his flaccid dick, we still wouldn't know. And I'm saying we would know lots more than we know now. 
Because, like, you would say, you could say to me, well, if his dick was green, we'd see it through the white shorts. But what if he's wearing nude, like, boy shorts, uh, underpants under there? That's true. Mm -hmm. No, that's, he's just smooth down there. That's not extra shorts. (laughs) What if he's wearing, like, a compression stocking? Yeah. Good he point. should a be dance since belt. he's playing sports. Yeah, yeah. You wear a dance belt when you're playing yeah. sports, right? <laughs> For, I mean, I do. <laughs> and sock garters. Yeah, that's just the normal way to do it. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, this is all very good, and Nintendo has still not learned their lesson about not releasing HD pictures of anything ever. It I is think they weird. Did delete the-, the photo. <laughs> <laughs> of course, they did. <laughs> I think it is weird that the picture that you responded with, Louisa, of Waluigi crotch chopping from yes. the Super Mario Strikers. Which is excellent. I use that all the time because I don't understand why they would put that in a game. <laughs> yeah, it's an insane thing. Because somebody- Nintendo didn't make that game and didn't what's- know. <laughs> okay, but what's so great about it is that somebody spent at least eight hours modeling him doing that. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Think about that! A human being was, like, like <laughs> painstakingly animating him doing yeah. that! What do soccer men do? This is what we need to have while <laughs> do. It's fantastic. I mean, we're saying it like it was a mistake, but I it's one of the greatest choices they've made in the Mario franchise, I think. Yes. But my point is, they didn't put a bulge on him, right. rightfully so, and why didn't they just keep that going? <laughs> like, why yeah. did they think, well, this is going to look weird if we don't put a dick in there? <laughs> I feel like it's I... what happens with a lot of art, which is you do something that seems normal, like, okay, we want to indicate shorts fabric, which would wrinkle as legs move, so let's put in a wrinkle. And then you go, oh, wait, that looks weird, so let me alter that some more. And then, as with most art, the more you try to fix a mistake, the more noticeable <laughs> it becomes. And then eventually like you're just like, uh, maybe no one will notice. I've reached my deadline. I have to turn this in. <laughs> so, this whole thing is based off of the l- average length of a tennis racket? I don't buy <laughs> This is going to be about dicks. <laughs> no. Well, it is sort of. <laughs> okay. Mario, Mario has a canonical height of, I believe, 5 feet 10 inches. So, what? That's yes. insane. I know. That means Luigi's <laughs> like 7 feet tall. <laughs> yeah. With a three and a half inch dick, that's so bad. <laughs> I no, that measurement is based on him being like three feet tall. Okay, based on the length of the tennis racket. So really? I think right. what we're looking at here is like like a half a foot long penis on Luigi. <laughs> okay, <laughs> that's reasonable. That's the that's an average size of a penis. Yes. Of an erect penis, again. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, so... Yeah, okay, fair enough. <laughs> like, if I... If... If he's packing that kind of heat in <laughs> the boring, uh, unsexually stimulating sport of tennis... I thought Jeff, we already agreed that he would have a boner because he was playing tennis. Yes. <laughs> okay, have you ever played right. tennis? And <laughs> corollary question, did you have a boner? Because I think everyone has a boner when they're playing tennis. First off, this is Mario Tennis Aces, implying that nobody is horny in it because it is an asexual. <laughs> oh, okay. Got it. I see. I got you. Yeah. That's why they're all wearing white, because they're very pure. Yep. I don't think it's a purity thing at all. <laughs> they just want to show that their restaurant is very clean, like White Castle. I'm looking at this uh, tennis theme restaurant. <laughs> I'm looking at this picture of Luigi's dick right now, uh-huh. and this I'm glad that the photograph Luigi's. And like the bulge is sort of because Luigi is turned a little bit in this picture, and so the bulge is sort of just over his other leg. I think it's entirely possible that this is just a mon's pubis. I don't think this is even a dick. Maybe he's got a huge bones. bush. <laughs> yeah, what if he's a, what if he has a huge bush? <laughs> yeah. yeah, what I if? Mean, let's everything all imagine we, together. Everything we know about Luigi implies he probably does. <laughs> so, I love this because trying to look at that picture again, I put in Google search Luigi's dick and the top stories are the internet has done the math and figured out Luigi's penis size. Fine. Yes. Luigi definitely has a dick, and it's 3.7 inches flaccid. Yes, we've established that. And Bowser is only four feet tall, judging by Luigi's penis. 
<laughs> That's not the thing you should judge by. No, it's not. <laughs> oh, that's anyway. great. How? Wait a minute. If Mario is five foot ten, that means uh, Mayor Pauline is eight feet tall. How tall would she be? <laughs> yep, something like that. Yeah, she wears very high heels. <laughs> They're called stilts, Jeff. <laughs> yeah, New Dog City doesn't make sense if you take it in the context of Mario is five feet ten inches tall. Mm-hmm. Uh, so either that's not canon, or they're just a different species. Yeah, I can believe they're a different species. They all have blank alien-like faces. I think both I think of the things I- are true. I think that both Mario is no longer five foot ten, and those human beings, quote unquote, are actually aliens. I think you at this uh, picture, and it turns out Luigi has terrible gout because his ankles are thicker than his knees. Yeah, that is <laughs> That's true. That's a disturbing uh, revelation. Neither yep. Mario or Luigi has any kind of limited mobility, which is very strange because they have all of the other markers of some kind of dwarfism uh, disability, and yes. it's just like, they're jumping 30 feet in the air, they got no problems getting around. When you hear somebody say neither one thing or the other, do you always think of that quote from Hamlet? Because I genuinely thought Jeff was going to say neither Mario nor Luigi B. <laughs> yeah. Well, that is a good uh, rule of thumb. <laughs> no, because I'm not a dork. <laughs> I'm just saying that's good advice. You now let's get back to talking about the canonical heights of Super Mario characters. Yeah. Cool people. Four feet tall, that's insane. Come on. <laughs> yeah, that, I mean, it doesn't make sense. It can't be true. Right. If he's five yeah, foot Luigi tall, doesn't have a penis. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I think that it makes way more sense that he has a huge bush and mm-hmm. that he's tucked his penis bu- through between his legs. Their their measurement <laughs> of peach is three feet three inches, based again on tennis rackets being twenty eight inches long. What? Is Mushroom Kingdom, like, does it have a really high level of gravity, maybe? And people develop smaller? It's extremely (laughs) irradiated. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, that sounds right. (laughs) No, someone did uh, measure the gravity, um, and it is, like, three times Earth gravity or something. Oh man, that means Mario and Luigi are even stronger than we thought, if they can jump so high. That's why he's got those powerful cankles. (laughs) That's true! Oh, it all comes together. Oh man, it really does make sense, and it means that Mario and Luigi are anti-Superman, right? Superman is so strong because- Superman, please? Yeah, because Superman came from a planet with high gravity to go to a planet Earth, and that's Mm -hmm. how he's so strong, and uh, Mario and Luigi did the exact opposite. So if they're the opposite of Superman, if they're Bizarro Superman, does that make Wario and Waluigi Superman? Yes! (laughs) Finally, it all comes out. Wait, I think- There was a Bizarro Bizarro, and he was still ugly and stupid, but (laughs) he was very smart. Wait. (laughs) Wait a minute. (laughs) He can't be stupid and smart. No, like, dumb-looking. Like, he, oh. he had on a bad costume, and he lived on a planet of idiots, and his superpowers yeah. were bad, but he was uh, smart, so he knew all this was incorrect. That yeah. Was the only, that was the way he was opposite. Yeah, just like Wario. He's <laughs> ugly, but he is the only one in the Mario world that knows what's going on. Yep, that's yeah, true. that's true. He is kind of self-aware, isn't he? Mm-hmm. In a he way knows that-, that the only thing worth accumulating is wealth. Yeah. Uh, yeah, he's the only one who seems to care about accumulating these, Oh no, Jeff. Like, what? Uh, you cut out, and I it, I felt like it was going to be a really good thing you were about to say, and I couldn't hear you. <laughs> I was about to say something really good. Okay, do it. Wario is the only one who seems to acknowledge that these, like, two-foot-tall, 25-pound golden coins are worth anything. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. true. Yeah. Yeah, honestly, like, he's the only one who's not entirely ruled by his boner or huge bush of like (laughs) spending all of his time just trying to get with a girl he doesn't give a shit about that is your implication that the only reason mario does any of these things is to have sex with princess peach is it not is there any other possible explanation (laughs) i thought he wanted to be friends with yoshi also especially especially (laughs) he wants to have sex with yoshi (laughs) oh no i don't like this well thank you gross It's especially clear after Super Mario Odyssey when it becomes extremely obvious that the whole kidnapping thing is just part of their roleplay. Yep. Yeah, that's true. 
<sighs> All right, Jeff, what did you do online this week? There it is. I was waiting. That dead air just killed me, but I couldn't say anything because I had to wait for a prompt. You have a um, hard time trusting that we remember that we're doing a show. <laughs> <laughs> yes, but dead air, I hate so much. It was like, it was like one, one second. second. Dead air. <laughs> oh, but a, a second is a lifetime in podcast. You have body dysmorphia <laughs> for our podcast. <laughs> That's true. I think the podcast is very good, except when I'm making it. <laughs> uh, so what I did online was I dipped back into my favorite hobby of needlessly uh, organizing uh, ROMs of old video games. <laughs> so needlessly I- antagonizing celebrities. <laughs> yep, that's true. So, uh, previous entries in this project are adding more games to the Super Nintendo Classic, uh, Hacking my Nintendo 3DS with custom firmware so I could add uh, new game, new ROMs of like Game Boy Advance games to it, etc., etc. This time I used Steam ROM Manager to load uh, like a thousand old video games into Steam through RetroArch so that I could run my computer in Steam Big Picture mode and still have access to all the all them games. Have you? Is that? Uh, what is the thing? MAME? Have you ever tried MAME? Uh, MAME is pretty much only for arcade games, um, but I did get, I got every, everything has an entry in Steam now, and it's all organized so I can click to hide, like, if I'm in games, it will show me my Steam games, and I have to go to, like, Super Nintendo for it to show me all my Super Nintendo games. Hmm. The software I used was interesting. It was called Steam ROM Manager, and it uses um, some kind of... It's It uses a parser to... You input, like, variables to tell it where to find the ROMs and, like, what the name of the ROM will be. And I managed to fit it so that I could just use one parser to automatically sort all of my ROMs into categories and have them all work correctly. Make Mm. Luigi's dick equal six. Do it. Mm-hmm. Why well, I, I can't do any ROM <laughs> hacking, though. Oh, so no, I, I accidentally made it so that Luigi has six dicks. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> That's how good they lose, Dark. <laughs> yeah. uh, I don't think you read that book right. <laughs> Wait, okay. Sure. Both of you are talking like aliens. Did you say that's how Cthulhu starts? Yeah. It's <laughs> yes, exactly. not even a thing, and then it that's is, not the name of a book either. <laughs> well, he's from a book. It's The Call of Cthulhu is the name of a book. The Necronomicon. If you read it and you figure out how to give Luigi six dicks, that's <laughs> Oh, man, it's worth it! <laughs> yeah. One of, uh, Luigi's dick is one of the dead names in there. <laughs> uh, although it was mistranslated to the king in yellow. <laughs> Wait, that's Wario. Yeah, definitely. Holy crap. Oh, yeah. There you go. Oh, man. Wouldn't it be great if Luigi ended up being Cthulhu? Like, he's always been second banana, but finally he's in charge. Yeah. Matt, you started that sentence with, wouldn't it be great if. No, it wouldn't. That would be really stupid. No, it would be great. Matt, you're right. It would be great. It would be great. It would be better than Mario being Cthulhu, Jeff. Oh, why does somebody have to be Cthulhu? (laughs) And if anybody is, why not Bowser or that big dinosaur with the top hat? I feel like you're rejecting the premise of the bit. Bit. There's no bit. You're serious. All of the, you mean all, all of this. Yes, I do. Of course I do. <laughs> all of the characters in every fictional universe have to have analogs to the mythos of H.P. Uh, Lovecraft. Obviously, we all knew this. Yeah. Right. So, Waluigi is uh, the specter of racism. What's that goat that eats its own young? I feel like Waluigi is that one. Gandalf? Uh, that's Daisy. Princess Daisy. <laughs> yeah, maybe. <laughs> I need to play uh, Arkham Horror again. That has all the good ones. Oh god, that game. I remember I played it twice, and once we won after like three hours, and the other time we lost after eight hours. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that game is brutal, but it's so good. It's it's like the closest you can get to having a- playing a fun video game while playing a board game. Yeah, that's true. (laughs) What about uh, Mario they... Party? Did you consider yeah. that? Uh-huh. No, that's the opposite. That's the closest to playing a fun board game you can get while playing a video game. Okay, tricky, tricky. I see. Mm-hmm. <laughs> tricky, uh, tricky. Someone's sticky. Gross. I don't know. I don't know so what that t- even would mean. 
It's it's that time again for the random yeah. subreddits, and I'm dreading it because of the one that Matt got. Yeah, I got the worst one. I don't know. I feel like I often get the worst one, and I wonder if it reflects on me as a person. Mm-hmm. These are the uh, things I, you look up. That's canonical. The yeah, only I guess so. That come up are ones that are already your interests. Yep, that's true. Uh, <laughs> so, so I got r slash sjw hate, mm-hmm. which is a board where people are very hateful towards what they term as social justice warriors, also known as people who don't like being assholes. Yep. Yeah. Uh, this is one of the very few remaining subreddits in the genre of um, blank hate. Uh, I know Fat People Hate was one that came in the first ban of bigoted subreddits a few years ago. Um, and this is uh, related both in uh, attitude of the subscribers and in name. Um, I think that it is extremely funny that you will get banned for participating in this subreddit if you are not a subscriber. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah, so I looked at a couple of the hot posts, and they are all about how actually uh, being Muslim is worse than being a a Nazi, so... Mm -hmm. Yeah. Sounds about right. That's great, Internet. You're really fulfilling the <laughs> the promise of a brighter future that we got when we first heard about the Internet. I got two good ones today. I got one that I did not think we should tackle, so I did re-roll. The first one I got was r slash gamer, gamer with a Y in it, about uh, gay people playing video games and like connecting with each other, which I think is great. But I didn't think that was appropriate for us to tackle. Uh, it's canonical that Louisa hates gay people oh, and doesn't god. think they should be happy. Yep. Oh god! <laughs> uh, so then, instead, I got r slash two sentence horror, which is extremely short horror stories, which I love the idea of. I don't know about the execution. We have uh, covered a collection, maybe I think from this subreddit of two sentence oh. horror on Creepypodsta. So Ooh, it's all it's cool. a crossover yet again. Uh, because we're not going to do mine, which is r slash free game findings, which is just links to offers for free video games. <laughs> yeah, that is something you're interested in, though. Yes, but there's nothing to talk about here. <laughs> That's true, probably. Yeah, I feel like you're that is something you're interested in was aimed at me, Louisa, re re uh, asserting the fact that these are things that we were already interested in. I would <laughs> yes. like to point out. I am definitely not interested in hating on social justice warriors because even though I think that some people are pretty annoying about it, I would much rather people be annoying about being nice than be shitty about, like, hating people who try to be nice. I feel like a lot of uh, search engines don't quite understand when you ask for not something. Like, if you're on Amazon, you're like, I want a t-shirt, but not yellow. Like, you click the box for not yellow. Then later, when you're on some other website and there's an Amazon ad, it's like, oh, here's those yellow T-shirts you wanted. <laughs> like, yeah. No, that's the thing I said I didn't want. <clears throat> you're not. You're listening to my keywords and not the context. Yeah, you forgot Google your Boolean operators. <laughs> Google won't even let me search for like special characters in a phrase. So, <laughs> yep. Yeah. <sighs> All right. So, are we doing two sentence horror? I think we are. Series? Okay. Yep. So it's a very simple board, a very dark gray background. Uh, The little red alien looks surprised and horrified. He's wearing a black t-shirt for some reason. And Mm. the title two-sentence horror is in red dripping letters like Rocky Horror Picture Show, kind of. Yep. Okay, so there are 20,000 micro-horror fans and 74 readers here now. Missed opportunity there. Don't call them readers. (laughs) What would you call them instead? (laughs) Uh, teeny tiny, hmm. <laughs> itsy bitsy teeny weeny horror writing. Nope. Yeah, you're almost <laughs> there. <fell> <laughs> All right, uh, we gotta nope, work We're gonna stop one. the podcast till he finishes that joke. <laughs> A one high, one eyed, one horned, flying purple reader eater. <laughs> <laughs> Great. Okay. Good. We've done it. Yep. Now we can move on. <laughs> Workshopped it. Uh, it says the post must, one, attempt to tell a story, 
two, be two sentences or less, of course. Bullshit. What do you mean, yeah. of course? I do- also, yes, we are all very angry. <laughs> it should not be less if it's going to be on two sentence horror. Yes. I would uh, not be like, oh, of course it could be less than two sentences. <laughs> I feel insulted that the rule assumed I would think two- one sentence was okay. Yeah, it's just two words and it's student loans. <laughs> uh, th- three, be intended to be horrifying. Four, not be in the form of a meme, which seems like really a shame to uh, some what could yeah, be excellent jokes. <laughs> Top text, bottom text. That's perfect. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And five B original, which I'm sure is not true for any of these. Is uh, there is there a board for meme horror stories? Because that would be great. Probably. Uh, I guess that's what no sleep is. Is it? I thought that was like long stories. Yeah, I mean they they don't they don't take the form of an image with text on it, but they are like trying to imitate the type of thing that you would have gotten in an email forward fifteen years ago. Yes. <laughs> hmm. Huh. Okay. Well. Anyway. Um. We could just read a lot of these. Mm, that, that could be the rest of the show. Yeah, that sounds like a bad show. <laughs> Here's the top one of all time. They say you are what you eat. That makes me an innocent man. Uh, so that's more like most... a dad joke than a horror story. It is, that's... and when it says not in the form of a meme, I feel like that's very meme-like. Yeah. Well, it's Am I crazy? The, uh, all of them are text posts where the title is the first sentence and the text of the post is the second sentence. Hmm. Yes. Um, also, I feel like a lot of these would be good, extremely long song titles for the types of bands that do that. I also feel like a lot of these folks are really trying to cram as much into the sentence as possible, and that's (laughs) the opposite of what you should be doing. The second top of all time is somehow still only two sentences long, but way too wordy. Yes, the second of all time, which uses commas in a wild and irrational fashion, says, when someone told him that, in the afterlife, murderers will only see their victims and nobody else. No one has ever said that. Go yeah. on. <laughs> he, he brushed it off as a weird belief. Now, as he woke up to thousands of black beady eyes, he really wished he'd just use a cup and a magazine to get rid of those spiders. The content of that is very good, and the execution is very bad. Is the content of it very good? I, I don't, think so. Yeah, I mean... It would be good if that was a thing that anyone believed, but I've yeah. literally never heard that. <laughs> yeah, well, that's the thing. You need to change the uh, content, to the not the content, the wording of it to be like a genie cursed him or something, you know? Right. Yeah, <laughs> that's a weird like, genie curse. <laughs> yeah. You know how genies hand out curses if they don't like why, you? you know, why, you know murder genies... victims, why are all these murder victims going to hell? <laughs> Wait, okay, but that's a good question. Okay, yes, Jeff is right, but also... Spiders, um, of course, go to hell. I yes. watch them in any other Spiders, <laughs> they just can't get into heaven. It's not even that they did anything wrong. It's just like... It would God's be too... afraid of spiders. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, like, if if a genie cursed you, any of us, to mm-hmm. say that you would only be able to see your murderers after you die in heaven or whatever. First Murder-ese. of all... Murderies. sorry, yes. Yes. Um, first of all... Like, I think it would be kind of a relief, like, oh, there's definitely a heaven? Great. Mm-hmm. Second of all, wouldn't your next move then to be to murder everyone you like? They would probably <laughs> know, though. Don't you think? <laughs> well, I know, mad. but, like, I mean, what's your alternative? If you only are going to see the people that you murdered, you kind of have to do it. Okay. But if not everybody sees that, and the people you love then could actually have a good afterlife in heaven if you don't murder them. Also, yeah. okay, okay, a couple things. <laughs> One, the story doesn't specify hell. Two, it doesn't specify that the victims are really them, uh, just that the murderers are seeing them all the time. Um, oh, so true. what if you could see them hanging out in heaven, but you're just like... <laughs> oh, no! <laughs> I was thinking, like, phantasmal images to haunt you with your crimes. <laughs> yeah, that, or you just are stuck in a room with TVs where you get to see all the cool people that you killed hanging out with Jimi Hendrix or whatever. Mm-hmm. Hold on, that's 
actually kind of real life, though. You're just stuck in a room with a TV and watch <laughs> oh, a bunch God. of people having a good time. <laughs> You're right! <laughs> oh man, this know. episode of Black Mirror is great. <laughs> we don't have to worry about death anymore because we're already in hell. This is good news. Oh god, number three of all time is a pretty good one. It's, it is, yeah. Uh, the title is, My Mom Said She Would Be Right Back, and then the body is, But I'm Almost to the Front of the Grocery Line and I Don't See Her. <laughs> so, this is something that everyone probably can identify with. And yeah. also, here's a pointer, here's a, a hot tip on how to be friends with Matt Heron to everyone listening to this. If you ever do this to me, we're not friends anymore. Yeah. If we're ever in line at a grocery store and you're like, hold on, I'm going to go grab one more thing. Don't bother. Mm-hmm. Don't bother to come back because I hate you. And I, I will hate you from now on. Yes. Anytime I have ever gone into a grocery store with, like, friends, so, like, independently that we're all doing our own shopping for some reason, yes. uh, I am always waiting at the door for other people to finish checking out because I have finished my shopping and checking out way too fast. <laughs> <laughs> Still, I'd rather do that than be waiting in line while somebody is doing more shopping. I fucking yes. can't yes. believe that people think that's acceptable. Oh, yeah. I don't remember things I've forgotten until I am halfway done driving. <laughs> yes, that's true. <laughs> and you know what? Sometimes I'm standing in line and I'm almost at the front and then I remember that I forgot a thing. And what I do is I check out and take my groceries to the car and then go back into the store and go get that other thing. Well, that's yes, crazy. It's- Yes, it's slightly more inconvenient for me, but it's, like, the only reasonable way to handle that situation. Now, here's the baller move. This is what I do sometimes, because it's always me buying groceries for a week, so it's a lot of stuff, so I have a bit of time. And I realize I forgot cereal or something, and I say to the cashier, because I wait until uh, I got all my stuff there and I'm ready to go up. She pulls away the divider, she's about to start ringing my stuff, and I say, I'll be right I'm back. I'm not paying for this. <laughs> <laughs> you no, you just have to say, until she's you done just, ringing to say that. <laughs> you just say, I have a gun, and you nod down at <laughs> your pocket. <laughs> no, you say... I'll be right back, and then you fucking are right back within 45 seconds. You book it to the cereal aisle, you grab that cereal, and you get back. No. No. (laughs) You're very wrong. That is the perfect move. No. No, you have to be with another person buying $200 of groceries, and you have to, like, you'll be like, I will put the things from the cart onto the conveyor, and you go get this one specific item in this one specific location. And otherwise, it is unacceptable behavior, and you just have to never have bought that thing. <laughs> Listen, no, it all you're works both out wrong. if you're shopping with your homunculus, but some of us are shopping by ourselves. You're both get that so wrong. You check out, complete your transaction, and then you have to start over again. Because you know what? No one else should be punished for you doing shopping bad. Ah, no. Shopping bad? No, you did shopping bad, and so you have to pay the price, which is that you have to go back into the store. No, disagree, because if you can if you can beat it, mm-hmm. if you can do the 45-second mm-hmm. move before they finish ringing the rest of no. your groceries, you are no. a hero. No, Louisa. <laughs> You're a hero only to you. Yeah. You're like you're like a Wall Street fat cat right now. The risk you're taking is entirely on everyone else's shoulders. No, no yeah, one, you can't, you're, you can't leave your groceries unattended. What if what the if, cashier steals them and eats them in front of everyone? The, you know what? <laughs> yes, there's that. You know what, Louisa? This oh, is, allergy pills, yum yum yum. <laughs> this happens to me all the time where somebody tries to pull the move you're doing and yeah. they don't get back, and right. then me and the cashier are standing face to face, like, well, we we've been standing One here. One of for- us better start kissing. <laughs> I'm just gonna start kissing with my eyes closed, yeah. and if you get kissed, that's your problem. Yep. No, you are completely wrong because no, you're wrong. The, the sacred duty you have then as a shopper is to never okay. let that happen. You can't promise that it won't. What if your checkout? I can. What if your checkout what if you person- break a leg running back to the cereal? <laughs> yeah, aisle? then you've caused three problems all at what, once. What if your checkout person is some kind of small wonder, and they scan every barcode with their robot eyes, and they're done, and then everyone is wishing that they could check out with robot small wonder cashier, and they can't because of you. You why monster. Do this you disgusting why would, monster. Why would, why would barcode eyes scan faster than a normal barcode scanner? Uh, because they have a wider field of vision. To, yeah. 
You do it like Terminator style, where everything comes up in your field of vision, and you know how much it is. Yep. <laughs> oh, I see. So it's not a barcode scanner at all. Yeah. No. It's some kind of like AI enhanced uh, what you uh, don't virtual reality eye thing. What you don't know is that everything in the grocery store is marked with its own unique isotope and yeah. emits a different kind of radiation. <laughs> yep, that's actually true. So you are completely wrong because I no. this, I'm a really yeah, good groceries good aren't marked with isotopes. That's crazy. <laughs> I'm a good, good shopper. I do no. this maybe once a year where I legitimately forget something. Oh, and so I once have, a year you're wrong. I have never not gotten back before mm-hmm. all my things are scanned. Yeah, there but is no problem. Here's, here's the thing, Louisa. I believe you, but what I'm saying is you're like, there is a risk that it could happen when I know, you it's don't thrilling. get back. And oh, the adrenaline. It's That's not the only thrilling. thing that gets me high anymore. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but what's if you fail at this, if you do wrong, the people who suffer aren't you. And so you are you're the one who fucked up, and then the suffering is passed on to the innocent people behind you in line, and that's what makes you a monster. Whoa, whoa, no. I will accept blame if I ever were to inconvenience the cashier, which I have not done and I do not intend to do. But the people behind me in line, those aren't even people. Those are like holograms. <laughs> Fuck them. Listen. People Fuck them forever. No, you're wrong. People in front of you in line are the worst human being scum, and they yes. all deserve to die in a fire. People yes. behind you in line are the most saintly human beings, and no. you have to treat them with respect because they nope. deserve they deserve to be treated like yep. holy entities. No, that's they the are next subhuman shuds, and they yes. are always trying to put their Louisa, fucking rotisserie chickens a- on the conveyor belt before I finish loading it. Did you even watch The Young Pope? <laughs> Where is yeah, this that's going? Jude Law in the checkout line behind yes. you. Listen, well, he can it's keep marking rotisserie chickens to himself while I'm trying to load the belt. Listen, I think the point of the young pope is that uh, the young pope in it is bad, so maybe not a good example for a holy person. <laughs> well, if one of us, if any of us had seen the young pope, then we could probably speak to that. I did see the first episode, so uh-huh. he would probably a- burn me with a cigarette butt. <laughs> I, I really thought. I really thought that the crossover with Vicky from Small Wonder checking him out at the grocery store was very uh, timely and apt. Yes. Was it a CGI kangaroo that he became friends with in, like, episode three? (laughs) I'm not joking. There was some kind of CG animal. I think it was a kangaroo. It might have been a baby giraffe. Did it steal money from him and Anthony Edwards? Yes, that's how that went. Uh-huh, sure. I don't get it, but... <laughs> oh, no! Jeff doesn't get it! Oh, Jeff, We have to cancel the podcast now. Yeah. <laughs> I from, never get it's... your jokes because you're both old and I'm... <laughs> oh, yeah. You're right, Jeff. I'm sorry, I forgot you were born after Kangaroo Jack. <laughs> uh, we should start calling that a time period, like yeah. ADKJ. Yes. Agreed. <laughs> it's motion carried. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, and that's a Jerry O'Connell movie. I feel like that that's on brand for us also. Did you were you thinking of Anthony Anderson? Oh fuck, you're right. I said Anthony Edwards. No, oh, yeah. If you had said Anthony oh, I was God like damn is that it. Yeah. Some kind of sp- is that well that spirit medium guy, but that's not right either. I no, Anthony Edwards in my brain. Yeah, <laughs> Anthony Edwards is the bald guy from Revenge of the Nerds and uh ER. Top Gun. Yes. Okay. Uh I think that the fil- the existence of the film Kangaroo Jack is very funny, and that's all I have to say about it. It was my uh, college, my first college roommate's favorite movie ever. I uh, think were they high all the time? <laughs> nope. Hmm. He was a band nerd, though, right? Yes. So there you go. That's weird that you remembered that. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I just know things. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I I should apologize because the my uh, biggest fear is that someone will say the phrase "It's weird that you remember that to me," and I just did it to you. <laughs> oh, it's fine. People say that to me pretty much every yes, day. Yes, me too. I always get. How do you remember that? And uh, now I'm creeped out, and they have that look in their eyes. Oh. Yep. Uh, well, I that was that was. Everything. You know what, Louisa? That was a pretty good two sentence horror story. It was. Thank you. <laughs> this whole podcast, a very run-on sentence. Yep. Yeah, we use a lot of commas indiscriminately. I can't believe how many people on the internet and this board specifically still don't get how commas are. Yeah, it's you gotta crazy. know how grammar do if you want to be a writer. The idea that like people still think that a comma is like 
one of those like glottal <laughs> stop marks where it's just marking when you pause. Ah, mm-hmm. uh, no, it's not. <laughs> we don't do that in English. Stop it. I like this sen- this two sentence harm. It's a- another bit of a long one, but um, uh, I think it's not as stupid as most of the others. Uh, he never knew I was there when he murdered my whole family. But I watched in horror through the blinds as he counted the stick figures on Mom's car and walked back into the house. Oh, that's Ooh, good. That is good. It's a bit uh, long. Yeah, it's a bit long, but the content of the story uh, kind of makes me forgive it for being long, whereas most of the other ones are like, title, uh, something normal to say, uh, text of post, <laughs> uh, but actually a ghost was involved. <laughs> <laughs> That would be a very good meta uh, choice for this board, and maybe a t-shirt design. <laughs> yeah, you should post that, Jeff. That's pretty good. <laughs> the back of the t-shirt says, actually, a ghost was involved. The thing yep. is that a, a lot of these ones that are very long, you could do shorter. You just need to self-edit a little more. Like the one you just said, Jeff. Like, if, if he had reversed the order of those sentences, he could have gotten them a lot shorter to, like, uh, I saw the killer count the number of figures uh, in the decal on my mom's car uh, and then you've he came already back made in that sentence longer <laughs> <laughs> no and then he came back in for me all oh, right yeah right uh, <clears throat> no i want the impact i want the i want that second sentence to be the twist because that's what all of these are are set up yeah. twist S- yeah sentence one set up sentence two twist i like uh that uh reddit uh, people in general people everywhere like just ruin any kind of subtlety and this whole board is about a sort of subtlety if it's done well and yet they so, still ruin it most of the yes time. they yes. still somehow managed to be like i did a murder sentence <laughs> two but actually it was i was the murdered one also <laughs> So. Actually, a ghost was involved. <laughs> <laughs> Every yeah, one of I, these... I tried you... not to reuse that, but that is most of them. <laughs> so this one is that sort of thing where, uh, here's the story. I scream my killer's name again and again, hoping to warn my daughter. And then the second sentence is, the medium smiles at her and says, your father wants you to know he's at peace. And then one of the comments is, medium is murderer? Question mark. <laughs> Yeah, I had to read that. Uh, I had to read that one a couple times, and I still didn't really get it. Yeah, it's not clear enough. That's the problem with it. But also, I like that immediately people are like, uh, "Explain this to me literally," because I will not enjoy any of the elegance of this. I don't think I get it. It's so yeah. It's extremely inelegant. So <laughs> is is the killer's name at peace? No, I think the medium's the killer. I was that thinking is... the, med- the medium was a fraud, and the father is trying to warn the daughter about the killer, but the medium can't hear him. No, I think the father is trying to warn the daughter of who killed him. The daughter has hired a medium to help her find out who killed her father. The medium is the killer, so the medium just says, your father wants you to know he's at peace, because the medium has all the power in this situation. This is incredibly unclear. That's so convoluted. <laughs> it is very unclear, but I like that the question in the comments is just, explain this to me literally. <laughs> <laughs> what is the name of that television medium that had that show? Crossing over with Jordan something? Jonathan? Uh, Jonathan. Jonathan Edwards. That's what I was yes. thinking of. See, okay, I thought Jonathan Edwards when too, but then Anthony I was like, Edwards. Anthony Edwards, yes, okay, we are all on the same page. <laughs> this, that's how it should end. It should say, I scream my killer's name again and again, hoping to warn my daughter. The medium smiles at her and says, your father wants you to know he's Jonathan Edwards. Uh, it's it's John <laughs> okay. Edward, and this was confusing because there was a politician of the same name a few years after this show was on. Well, fine. <laughs> Oh no, I was that was not a criticism of you. It's just why I couldn't remember his name. Uh I think that every one of these stories the second sentence should be actually it was Hitler. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, perfect. And then it's just a uh Twilight Zone two sentence Twilight Zone. Yep. Uh-huh. It turns out the true monster was man. <laughs> Oh, man, uh, a lot of these are also about people misplacing babies, as if yeah. that's, like, the most horrific thing. But I feel like most <laughs> parents do that a couple of times a day. Yeah. 
Uh, I don't like the ones where the narrator turns out to be the villain of the horror story. Yeah. I don't either. It sure feels like the person writing it thinks they're very cool when they do that. Yeah. It's like, no horror movie is from the point of view of the killer. Yeah. That's not how those work. <laughs> Wait, what well, about... Uh, what about the murder of Roger Ackroyd? Sorry, everyone, I spoiled an 80-year-old book for you, but uh, that is the first book about Poirot. And yeah, and that's the, the one narrator. where Poirot is the murderer. <laughs> no, that's the last <laughs> yep. Poirot book, Final Curtain. I spoiled that one for you, too, listeners. You never should have listened. <laughs> oh, man, Louise is the killer. <laughs> Of the suspense of the uh, <laughs> exactly. Poirot novels. Yep. And that, she was Hitler the whole one. time. Oh, yeah, it's true. That first one, though, uh, the narrator turns out to be the killer, which is a trick you can only do once with a book series. Yep. Well, I hope you guys liked this episode of Seeing Reddit. Uh, <laughs> if you did, please uh, tell your friends about it. Rate and review us on iTunes. Uh, that is the best way you can help us to grow. And we love our fans so much. And we are so grateful to you guys for uh, helping spread the word. You are genuinely way better than we are. Like, That's true. You, it, you, we don't deserve how great you guys are. So thank you so much. Look how um, quickly we broke down trying to discuss how to behave in the line at the grocery store. And look how amazing it was that only one of us was right. <laughs> and it was me. No, Spoiler. no, I spoiled no, the podcast for no. you now. It was me. <laughs> oh, we could have gotten away with it too if it weren't for your <laughs> egomania. <laughs> well, that was always going to be holding yeah, us back. That's always been the main problem. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Um, okay, well, if you want to get in touch with us, you can email us, seeingreddit at gmail.com. I haven't checked that mailbox in a while. I should Oops. get back in there and see if people have been mailing us. Uh, you can also find us on Twitter at seeingreddit. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at kamikazepilot. I'm on Twitter, j3fk. Funtimes.online is the website for more episodes of this show and some episodes of my other podcast, which I mentioned on this episode. It's called Creepypasta. And if you liked two-sentence horror, then you can find uh, an episode about a bunch of... I don't know. I don't think any <laughs> of the ones that we uh, covered on on this episode were ones that we covered in... Um, in the episode of Creepypasta that was about it. But, uh, you know, it's basically the same thing. Uh, episode yeah. 8 of, of Creepypasta is two-sentence horror. Nice. And your podcast format is actually just two sentences, but you don't know which ones are commas and which ones are the actual end the, of sentences. The secret, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the secret is that, that you're only supposed to pay attention to two of the sentences he says, but you have oh, to figure yeah. out which two. That's right. And, and that's they, how you find the mummy's treasure. <laughs> that's how you find out where Jeff's Patreon is, because those are the important sentences. <laughs> yep. Yep. <laughs> Patreon.com slash JeffJK. Oh, that's the sentence! <laughs> uh, you can find me on Twitter at Heronbird, or you can find me on Vero, Louisa Heron. I'm still keeping at it. I'm still trying. Hang in there, <laughs> yeah, baby. I went to post something today and then just closed the app because it still do <laughs> oh, no. it still doesn't it still doesn't have a like what game are you playing section. <laughs> I find that's a good chance to get creative with horrible pictures of TV shows you don't watch because they were sort of based on something that's like the thing <laughs> that you wanted. Um, thanks to everyone who voted in our casting poll from last week, which was Mega Man. Uh, Jeff won. I think he kind of cheated. Oh no! By posting, everyone vote for my option. <laughs> oh, that is cheating. <laughs> yeah, I realized right after I posted, I'm like, oh, is this cheating? Yeah, uh, they never said not to. Definitely, it was, but that's fine. <laughs> There's cheating nothing in the is, rule books that says yeah. you can't cheat. <laughs> cheating is definitely acceptable, but you definitely <laughs> did cheat. So, uh, so yeah, Je Jeff's answer was Finn Wolfhard. Uh, Louisa came in second place with the inscrutable answer, Christian, Kristen Bell. I Yay! still don't get it, but I'm glad that you Madness. came in second. <laughs> Third is Kit Harrington, which was our wild card. And somehow, Eka Darville came in last place, I think, because everyone is racist. That's probably no, true. No, because nobody's heard of him. No one recognizes him by name. Yeah, but they should have looked him up and been like, oh shit, he'd be perfect. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, um, thanks to all the folks that have been tweeting about us. Uh, Marchin Koenig... Uh, yeah, thank you. has okay. claimed that he is now our world's biggest fan after binge watching every episode twice nice binge watching so binge listening I should say sorry uh thanks to uh ba -ba -ba. 
uh, our friend Chris Chuck Cola. Mm, thank you, Chris. Chuck Cola Cola. Is that a reference to th- Star Tropics? I have no idea why he started making his online names be Chuck when he was trying <laughs> to hide from his coworkers. Mm. Okay. Well, anyway, just, just lock your account. That's what Louisa does. Her <laughs> name on Twitter is just Louisa Heron. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Uh, thanks to Tanner. Thanks to Sugar High. Thank you, Tanner. Thanks to uh, Wayward Inmate, Joe Motion. Joe. Uh, Thanks, everyone. Lex. Thank you, Lex. Yeah, there's a bunch of folks. Uh, Special thanks to Joe Motion, who is the one who clued us into Luigi's dick. Yes, yes, important. It was very important. Thank you. Please bring that type of news to us as much as you can, listeners. Yes. (laughs) Yes. If there's one thing that we can ask our listeners to do, besides spreading the word of how funny our podcast is, which is a lie, and we understand that, but still do it, uh, then yes, please bring us as much news as you can about any of the Mario characters' genitals, I think is a good start. Yes. And and stuff like that. Uh, do all of these people who follow us on here listen to our show? Who could say? <laughs> Anyway, all right, well, thanks everyone for coming around. Please come back next time. But in the meantime, we'll just be here horsing around. Um, yeah, don't read the comments, I guess. I haven't thought of a better one, and it's still evergreen <laughs> advice. <laughs> Hang in there, baby. <laughs> Are we all just doing bad ones now? Yes! (laughs) Yeah. It's the best. (laughs) It's because of yours. You've made all, you've lowered the bar, and I thought I was, I thought everyone else's was good, and so I would start doing a bad one, but then everyone else is bad. (laughs) It'll come back around. Yeah, probably.